Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Julian Edelman had a great career. He's an amazing story. Something to feel good about. But you, yes, you ruined it by bringing up the Hall of Fame and making people like me crap on Julian Edelman. Coquel, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. Stream the show on the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speaker. Turn it up! Turn it up! Spin your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. Are you crying? Oh, my Lord. I am sorry, honey. Please don't. Could you get your daddy on the phone? Don't hang up, please. I- From the Anajar and Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. It's your lunch hour on this Tuesday. It's Tuesday, right? Yeah, it's Tuesday. ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app. We're on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Siri. Hey, Google. Play ESPN 106.3. And, boys, it's good to talk to you. We're in the ESPN West Palm Anajar and Levine Action and Attorney Studios. Phillips Point Towers, downtown West Palm Beach, right off of the breathtaking Intracoastal. I'm Ken Levicka. He's Chris Coquel. Want to talk to us? Call us. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Tweet at the damn show, at ESPN West Palm and Ken Levick Alive. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. 21 years, Bente Uno, años. 21 years of preparing students for the jobs that they find in the sports industry. Find out more, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Dr. Jim Reardon, you're the man. Appreciate you, the head of the FAU MBA Sport Management Program in Coquel. I have returned in grand fashion. I am no longer projectile whatevering from uh, orifices in my body. The stomach flu has passed. I feel 100%. I am golden, and I'm ready to talk for the next hour here on ESPN 106.3. All right, I'm exhausted. I've been here since 11 o'clock last uh, night. So station hermit Chris Coquel, because hey, some of you may have noticed over the last couple of weeks, uh, there have been some technical problems here on uh, on your your grand old <laughs> sports standby here in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast ESPN 106.3. So Chris Coquel last night, what did he do? He had a little slumber party in the ESPN <laughs> West Palm and John Levine studios, and you babysat our, our very expensive equipment all night. How you feeling, buddy? I'm tired because not only did I babysit last night. That's right. I'm going to complain to everyone on air about my <laughs> tough job working in a radio station. Yeah. Real hard as people are working real jobs right now. I got here yesterday at like 6. I came in. You know, we were texting, getting us back on the air remotely. And then uh, I was here till 3. And then I went home, slept for three hours, and back at 11. And I haven't slept since. So, like, in the last 48 hours, I've had about three hours of sleep. Uh, I just want to give everybody the visual as well. I am looking at Chris Coquel right now. He looks absolutely terrible. He's got gym shorts on, T-shirt, and he has taken his sandals off, and uh, he is shoeless. Yeah. This is... Uh, you are a horrifying-looking specimen right now. Well, I just pounded two monsters, so I'm either going <laughs> to fall asleep or my heart's going to explode. Or you're going to drop dead. <laughs> right. I'm legitimately concerned about you and your well-being right now because your heart rate is probably close to 200, 250. I'm fine. I'm cold and sweating at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that means the energy drink is working. Yeah. That's when <laughs> That's you know fuel. that it's good. Absolutely. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, including a damned meteor 
a meteor that all of South Florida, that all of the state of Florida saw last night. Chris Coquel witnessed it coming to his station slumber party uh, last night. And because of this, uh, I don't know anything about anything, all right? And I especially don't know things about the heavens, about space. So that's why we got a real-life big boy professional astronomer to join the show. Josh is coming on the show? Uh, no, no, he is not. Uh, I he thought is, he's the UFO guy with his tinfoil hat. Yeah, but he's also not someone trained in the arts oh. of, of meteors oh, and things in the sky. A real person that knows what they're talking about from FAU, Eric Vandernoot. And he's a oh, he real... smart. Yeah, I was going to say the last name, Vandernoot, you know that he's, oh, he's, he's got smart. the goods. So he is going to join us to talk about what the hell we saw last night. If his name was Vandernooten, genius level. He'd be talking about gravity. Isn't the same thing? I mean, the, the meteor was falling from the sky. Gravity played <laughs> okay. a part. I you saw know what? You know what? I was going to make fun of you, but you bring up an excellent, excellent point. That was very well I'm done. I'm sure it had nothing to do with gravity. <laughs> but. Um, and also, we are going to reveal Thursday something special that's happening here on Ken Levick Alive. We'll talk about that in a moment because I am upset. I, I am someone who wants to give credit where credit is due. Julian Edelman retired yesterday after being released by the Patriots. Someone who, I think, Coquel, it's accurate to say he was one of the poster children. He sneaky was like fast. poster child, sneaky, fast, gritty. Right. He was uh, poster child number two behind Brady of the Patriot way. When, when you're talking about people on the field executing the vision of Bill Belichick, uh, he was released, he retired, he is done. That's a wrap for him. And what an underdog story he was. Quarterback at Kent State, really wasn't projected to be anything, uh, played uh, as a defensive back early in his career just to get on the field, played special teams and defensive back for the Patriots, and then turned into what we know him now as one of the, the better slot receivers to ever play in the NFL. Uh, the, the go-to guy for Tom Brady, a multiple-time champion, he retired and my initial reaction yesterday, Coquel, is I wanted to praise him. I want to congratulate Julian Edelman. What a, a, a story he was and what a career he put together. Something that he can be proud of. Something that the Patriots should be proud of. Something that Patriots fans should embrace. But this is what always happens in this industry with all of our sports talk radio talkers, our yappers, our yep, 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 yep. We want to go to the extremes all the time, don't we? This was the greatest. This was the worst. This was the best. This was the crappiest. And sure enough, it took mere minutes for me to see on the old Twitter machine, Julian Edelman, Hall of Famer. And it ruined everything because instead of me, again, someone who wants to heap praise, I want to be positive towards people. I want to congratulate. I see that. And what do I have to do? Take a dump all over Julian Edelman, his career accomplishments, and his production. Because there is no way in hell, I mean no way in any of the seven circles of hell, that Julian Edelman is a Hall of Famer. There's not one metric. There's not one number. There's not one nothing other than the fact that we heard his name a lot at 425 Eastern Time on Sundays because Jim Nance said it a lot because the Patriots always played there. There is not one thing he did that would suggest, not even a Pro Bowl, to suggest that he's a Hall of Famer. And this is what we always do. A popular player, a guy that we know the name of, retires and we say, hmm, gold jacket? 
No, not even close. And we, we killed it yesterday. We in this industry killed the opportunity to appreciate Julian Edelman yesterday because we needed an angle and we needed a talking point, and I'm angry about it. I think I figured out what's going on here, though. Hear me out. Julian Edelman's career stats aren't great, right? He only had 200, 100, two seasons of over 100 catches. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? 620 catches total for his year. Mm-hmm. Thir- what, 36 touchdowns? Something like that. I just got off of it. Sorry. I changed pages because I want to make a point to you. Okay. But I think what's happening is people are combining his stats with Wes Welker's stats, yeah. and then it's a Hall of Famer. And then he's a a, a titanic, yeah. unbelievable, amazing juggernaut. Now receiver. we got eight seasons of, <laughs> of 100, of 100 yeah. receptions. Uh, and, and little known fact, Julian Edelman and Wes Welker, not the same person. Oh, all Different right. people. Right. And you can combine them to create a ticket. You can't have a Hall of Fame ticket. There is not a president, vice president, Hall of Fame ticket. Are you sure? That, have you ever seen the two of them in the same? place at the same time you know what i have not um wes welker you're right five 1000 yard receiving seasons um almost damn near doubled the touchdowns uh in his career as well wes welker set the standard before julian edelman came in and reestablished the standard julian edelman was he clutch for sure he had a lot of of memorable patriots moments he threw a touchdown pass against the Ravens that helped them win a critical game and play for a championship. The catch against the Falcons. The touchdown late against the Seahawks after converting a third and 14 where Cam Chancellor nearly exploded all of the organs in his body and he got back up, shook it off, and scored a, a needed touchdown in that game against the Seahawks in that Patriots comeback. But when you talk about rings... And you talk about postseason production. That is used to put you over the top if you're a borderline Hall of Famer. He's not even close to the border. If we're talking about the U.S.-Mexico border, like Julian Edelman's career is in like Oklahoma City. Okay? It's not close. I have no idea where that is. <laughs> I had a feeling that I was going to a place I where I was going to lose I wasn't sure you. if you are saying it's close, far <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah. I don't really know where you're going with that. Not, not close, okay. So we're like, Robert Ory, Hall of Famer or not? No. Because that's what it is. We're, <laughs> we're talking about rings and big plays. Yeah. Ory did both of those, but he's not a Hall of Famer. You can be big clutch. Big shot Bob. Right. It, 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 thank you for that. You can be clutch, but it doesn't mean that you're Hall of Famer. And Julian Edelman, there is not a single thing he did that makes him a Hall of Famer. But... Even the Pro Football Hall of Fame yesterday tweeted this. This came from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So even they, the Pro Football Hall of Fame is turning into sports talk radio. I didn't know that they were a thing. I didn't know that they had takes. But sure enough, at 6.19 p.m. yesterday, Pro Pro Football Hall of Fame tweeted with the news of Julian Edelman's retirement announcement. He would first be eligible for the Hall of Fame in 2026. Just oh, his first ballot now, too? Just stoking, yeah, exactly. Oh. Just stoking the flames of sports talk radioism. Of white guy in Boston being glorified. Yeah, but That's I, what it is. I know you people are out there. I know you people are out there. So give me your best case, all of you Patriots fans yeah. who uh, uh, extol the virtues of the Patriots way, of Julian Edelman, and, oh, he was so gritty, and, ah, oh, so tough, and, ah, oh, sneaky speed, 
you know, you know the scouting reports I'm talking Coach about. Coach on the field. <laughs> Coach on the field, absolutely. I know you're out there. I know you are. So I'm giving you this opportunity out of the goodness of my heart. And I feel as if I owe it to you because you forced me to take a dump all over Julian Edelman's career yesterday when all I wanted to do was praise him. But your thoughts on Julian Edelman in the Hall of Fame pushed me to a place I didn't want to go. So the least I can do is offset this, provide some balance to this by allowing you to make the case. Because again, I know you're out there. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. Take advantage of this because it's not going to last forever. And I am going to slap it down and put the lid on it very, very quickly after I open this up to you. So take advantage of it now. Do you really think Julian Edelman's a Hall of Famer? Make your case. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. Why yesterday, though, Coquel, did we... Uh, we couldn't let it... We, it's, it's almost like saying insensitive things unsavory things about a person like two hours after they pass they die and you got to jump in there with oh well they got arrested for this that one time or this one time this person said something to me or back when they were a teenager they made x mistake you can't just let the body cool a little bit you gotta get in there and you've got to immediately start to make these declarations, you've got to immediately start to undercut it. I wanted to praise Julian Edelman for the playoff touchdown pass. I wanted to praise him for the catch. I wanted to praise him for being the go-to to Tom Brady. There are not many people that can say that they are the go-to to Tom Brady, but instead, we had to go to the place of Hall of Fame. And it's true. I mean, am I am I inaccurate here, Coquel, when I say that that even comes up because he's a guy that we know, we embraced. He was the undersized, cuddly slot receiver that played alongside Brady. And because we know his name and because we heard his name a lot, we just sort of, the, the uh, Joe fan, like, just assumed that there would be a Hall of Fame in his future. I think he's also the guy from that dynasty that's retiring as a Patriot. Because mm. now that Brady didn't. Mm. Now that Gronk didn't. True. So he's that guy. So he's like the special bow on top of it. I'm like, look, we're still a special team up here. Yeah. If Torrey Holt isn't in, if Reggie Wayne isn't in, if Heinz Ward, if you want to talk about actual slot receivers, Heinz Ward isn't in. Wes Welker, significantly better production than Julian Edelman. You know, Julian Edelman's not only a, not a, not only not a first ballot Hall of Famer, he is not a Hall of Famer. Maybe a Patriots Hall of Famer. Not a Hall of Famer. There are so many receivers I would take over Wes Welker. Like the, the list is Chris endless. Chambers. Chris Chambers has a significantly better resume than Julian Edelman. The list is endless. <laughs> like it's on, almost on legitimately on. endless. Yes. Of receivers that were better um, during his era. I looked yesterday era? at um no era. You're right. Uh I, I looked yesterday his um yards per uh completion, his yards per reception, I should say. We're talking the three hundred and thirties. Of of players uh, that have played X number of snaps, he's like three hundred and and forty ninth all time, and in- it's not like he caught a ton of passes to bring it down. Mm-mm. Like at least Jarvis Landry, who averages the three yards a catch, at least he's catching hundred and fifty balls a year. It seems right. like right, but Jarvis Man- Landry is better than Edelman. Yeah, I, I mean, look at Brandon Marshall. I mean, Brandon Marshall, uh- the linebacker one's better than Edelman. <laughs> 
Uh, but I'm giving you your platform. If you want to take it, you can do all of this through 1 o'clock. I'm giving you till 1 o'clock to make your case to me. Why you think if, if it, and you're out there. I know you're out there. You're one of those that his mind, her mind, their mind immediately went to Julian Edelman, Hall of Famer, make your case. I'm here for you to make your case. I'm giving you the platform. This reminds me of a Jupiter resident, Joe Namath in the Hall of Fame. Because he really doesn't belong in the Hall the of guarantee, Fame. The guarantee and his personality gave him a Hall of Yeah, absolutely. It, that's the comparison. And we love Joe. We yeah. love Broadway Joe. I'm a Jets fan. Broadway Joe got into the Hall of Fame. Not necessarily Joe Namath. <laughs> yeah. Not now, if Joe Namath never got hurt, probably a surefire Hall of Famer. Yeah. Because he was one of the most athletic people in football before he got hurt. People don't realize that. But he, he helped weave an early Super Bowl tale, a memorable Super Bowl tale. And for that and the market... It, it it allowed him to get into the Hall of Fame when he probably yeah the numbers don't stack up especially now as you sit in 2021 they they don't stack up even like the wins and the interceptions touchdown ratio doesn't work out for all no it doesn't even work out for like good players no it definitely so does like Edelman's numbers they're not Hall of Fame worthy they're, oh. again there's guys on every roster every single roster every year of his there was never a time where I was like he's the best player in the league he's the best receiver no not at all often not the best receiver on his own team right well and also too. Uh, this was a great point made by Bo Wolf with The Athletic in Philadelphia, who tweeted this morning, Julian Edelman never even had a season in which he led white guys in receiving <laughs> yards. Is that true? That is true. I looked at it. Like Jordy Nelson, uh, Wes Welker. Julian Edelman never even led the NFL in any given season in white guy receiving yards. I got to look up 2019. He had a good year. <laughs> Hundred catches, eleven hundred yards. But I'm telling you, look at Jordy Nelson's 2019. You are going to find <laughs> he, not even the most prolific white guy. And we're too receiver. we're too short white guys, Edelman. We're here for you. You're, you're <laughs> we're part of your clan here. Let's go. We're with you. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. You have your platform if you want it. Julian Edelman. I I you don't hide. Own this. You don't have to hide. I know you're out there, especially here in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. I know you're here. Julian Edelman, your mind went to a Hall of Famer. 888-760-3776. Julian Edelman retiring yesterday. And again, worthy of praise, a beloved player, someone who's going to go down in Patriots history as one of the most beloved players, but not even really in the top five of even top five greatest Patriots players of all time. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. And so uh, we'll, again, get to... uh, we'll, We'll get to, in just a moment, what's happening in Minnesota and what happened in Minnesota yesterday and uh, why it's another blow to the stick to sports crowd. But let's go ahead and go to the phones. Tom is in Boynton. Tom is with us on ESPN 106.3. Tom, if you thought Julian Edelman deserves to get into the Hall of Fame, I'm giving you a platform now. I, I can't do it. i, I got to <laughs> piggyback on what you guys are saying. And I want to blame PPR Fantasy Leagues mm. for putting him on a platform that made him relevant uh, in terms of, you know, points and things like that. I think that fantasy football and, like you said earlier, the national coverage is why people are talking about his career as much as they are, strictly because of the catches. You you mentioned 
uh, yards per attempt or something like that in the 300s. And I, I want to blame fantasy football. You know what? I, love it. I appreciate it, Tom. And it's interesting Tom brings that up because I considered yesterday, Coquel, did you just reach for the phone and hurt your elbow? What does it matter with you? I banged it on the table. You're a, an absolute disaster. Um, but I thought about yesterday wow. calling Jamie Eisenberg, uh, our CBS Sports fantasy football expert here on ESPN 106.3, uh, to discuss Julian Edelman and uh, the fantasy ramifications of this discussion of Hall of Fame because it did cross my mind. I agree with Tom. I think because there were times where he was a fantasy darling throughout his career, that skewed people into thinking that his overall production was worthy of anything even close to Hall of Fame uh, caliber. Ben, right? Ben in Palm Beach Gardens? Yeah, maybe. Ben in Palm Beach Gardens, thank you, here on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Ben. Hey, what's up, man? Sorry, I had a little bad connection at the beginning. But You're good. Listen, I know everybody's, everybody's knocking Julian Edelman because of numbers and everything, but the way I look at the Hall of Fame is it's, it's the Hall of Fame and it's success and winning. And, you know, the league's only been around a short period of time, you know, around 50, whatever, 60 years. And the guy's got more titles and has made big plays in big games and been consistent, and he's been there the whole time. And I don't think you need to have a set number of touchdowns or catches or uh, anything to be considered a Hall of Famer. What, I mean, But my argument to that, Ben, is that you at least need to be in some sort of neighborhood, some sort of galaxy, some sort of universe with some of the better number producers at that position. And especially that position, he's in an unfair spot because slot receiver, that's going to go down as one of the toughest positions to even get in to the Hall of Fame because it doesn't suggest big plays, right? It doesn't suggest it's going to rack up catches, per se, but it's not going to rack up yardage. It's not going to rack up production or yards per reception, but that's fine. That's fine if someone who impacted the game gets into the Hall of Fame, but before Julian Edelman gets in, I need to see Torrey Holt, Reggie Wayne, Heinz Ward, Jimmy Smith, Wes Welker all get in before him because their production and uh, what they meant to the game tells just as good a tale as Julian Edelman. You can't just put a guy in, though, because he ended up being a go-to option, a favorite target based on his position to the greatest quarterback of all time. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. But that goes back, Coquel, to our discussion of Joe Namath who Namath ended up getting in to the Hall of Fame because he sort of told an NFL story and he was a personality. So yeah, there's something to that, but Julian Edelman's not going in because of his contributions to the um, the game of football and his contributions to the greatness and the personality of Julian Edelman. Let's just put Kevin Falk in there too because he was part of those teams. Like, Come on, what are we doing here? Sure, sure, for sure. Um, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, yeah, Chris is in Palm Beach Gardens. Chris, you're talking on Ken Levick alive. Hey, buddy. Hey, guys. I agree that uh, Edelman is not, and everybody usually chimes in with he shows up in big games, he's got Super Bowl titles, and all this kind of stuff. And it's, with that same logic, Robert Ory would be a unanimous mm-hmm. uh, NBA Hall of Famer, yeah. and that's just not the case. Yeah. So, you're, I mean, he's never been in the top 10 in receiving in any year that he's ever been in the league. So, I think that sums it up. I, I mean, I, and again, we're, this is why like, it's almost common sense. Like, this is what I'm getting from this is that enough people thought Hall of Fame initially and then got smacked down so hard yesterday, they're afraid to come to the mic and afraid to make the case any longer. So, like Julian Edelman, you can have a great career, you can have an impactful career, and also not be in the Hall of Fame. Zero Pro Bowls. Zero Pro Bowls in the 11 years. Yeah, and I love Chris's point from Palm Beach Gardens because 
That's what I said earlier. Robert Ory, we don't put him in the Hall of Fame. And I love people who agree with me. So but you know what? Guys. His name will always come up for people our age, you and I, in our 30s, early 40s. I actually don't know how oh, old I like you are. the 30s. Keep the 30s going. <laughs> but, but, Robert Ory, but we'll always, when we think playoff basketball, Robert Ory will always come to mind. And that's fine. And that legacy lives, even though he's not in Springfield. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. Uh, Yesterday in Minnesota, some decisions were made about games. Major League Baseball, NBA, also NHL, made for the right reasons, not for reasons that one Major League Baseball reporter would like you to think they were made for. What are we talking about? We'll explain it next. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.